It's happening. The signs of the last day's prophecies are happening just as Bible prophecy foretold. And it's revealing that we are nearing the end of this age of grace and the appearance of Lord Jesus Christ for his church. Thank you for being a part of this Last Days Church community here on this ministry channel of Signs of the Last Days. And thanks to all of you who are supporting this Signs of the Last Days ministry with your prayers and with your offerings. You praying and you giving is what supports this ministry to be here and to continue. And we appreciate so very much all of your comments encouraging me, encouraging this ministry, and encouraging this Last Days Church community. This is such a wonderful community, praying for and encouraging one another as we are here watching with you and praying with you as the signs of the last day's prophecies reveal that we must prepare together now for the appearance of Lord Jesus Christ for his church. And we pray over us all now in the name of the Lord Jesus that the Holy Spirit of prophecy, which is the testimony of Lord Jesus, will reveal unto us his holy word of prophecy, that having eyes we may see, having ears we may hear, and have a heart of good ground to receive and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. There's prophetic news concerning the Middle East as the Council of World Government this week had a closed-door meeting on Israel as the World Security Council is ramping up its oversight of what's happening with Israel's coalition government in Judea and in Jerusalem as prophesied. The Security Council of the World Government of the United Nations is increasingly preparing to exert their authority against Israel. In the last days, individual nations, including the U.S., are increasingly submitting to the pressures for world government. The increasing signs of the last day's prophecies as heat and drought, famine, extreme weather, severe earthquakes, pestilences, economic challenges, and wars over age-old hostilities of hatred and conflicts over land. They are overwhelming the nations of the world as there is distress of nations as prophesied, as the nations have become interdependent and need to pool their resources and abilities together, which has given rise in the last days to not only regional international powers like the European Union, but also given rise to global world government of the General Assembly of the United Nations and its World Government Council. The UN Security Council decides upon and takes actions to maintain international peace and safety or in other, world, other words, world security. And this World Government Security Council 
whose decisions are legally binding as international law, and that also has the power to make nation states to accept their decisions. This world council is becoming ever more threatening toward Israel. With the council ramping up its oversight now toward Israel's new religious hard right government coalition, as this week, this week the World Government Council had a closed door meeting on Israel and its coalition government. This week the World Security Council held another emergency private meeting over the increasing violence in Judea and Jerusalem. The UN Security Council had already held two previous emergency sessions in a matter of weeks, one to discuss Israel's security minister, Ben Gavir, going up on Jerusalem's Temple Mount, which provoked the Arabs, and then another one concerning the Israeli military's increased operations in the West Bank, with a number of Palestinians killed. And now, the World Council just had another emergency meeting this week over what happened at Huwara in the West Bank, where first a Palestinian gunman opened fire on Jews in a vehicle going through the town, killing two Jewish brothers. Then in response to the Palestinian attack, hundreds of Jewish settler youth had an evening rally there, which turned violent, where amid the rioting, Homes and vehicles were torched, and a Palestinian was killed and other Palestinians injured. The UN Security Council closed-door meeting was requested by the Arab League's representative on the Security Council. Now, what we do know concerning what was to be in this meeting, this closed-door meeting, is that the UN's envoy to the Mideast was to brief the World Council on the deteriorating situation in the West Bank, with a senior UN diplomat briefing council members on all of the attacks that have recently taken place. The World Security Council has engaged heavily on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict in the recent weeks, and they just issued a rare presidential statement, which a presidential statement is a statement made by the president of the World Security Council on behalf of the council. And the presidential statement they just made condemned Israel settlement activity in the West Bank after the Netanyahu government recently announced that it would be legalizing nine Jewish West Bank towns and advancing plans for thousands of new Jewish settlement homes in Judea or the West Bank. With the World Council presidential statement adopted by the Security Council, also expressed deep concern and dismay with Israel's recent announcements regarding the expansion 
of their settlement activity, with the council saying that the continued Israeli settlement activity is imperiling the viability of their two-state solution. In that solution, the world government wants to divide the Holy Land and divide the Holy City, as foretold in end-time Bible prophecies as Joel chapter 3 and Zechariah chapter 14. I also read the UN Security Council's report on what was expected to be discussed in the Council's emergency meeting, and it was overwhelmingly anti-Israel and pro-Arab. But Israel hit back at the UN World Council and its meeting and its statement. As Israeli ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erdan, slammed the Security Council for its indifference to acts of terror against Israelis committed by Palestinians, which he said has prompted the Israeli government's Jewish settlement push into the West Bank. Erdan said this, This council should have been convened when innocent Israelis paid with their blood due to incitement and hatred by the Palestinian Authority. He added that Israel mourns the loss of our 11 terror victims and dozens injured. But this meeting, speaking of the World Council meeting, is simply to scorn Israel. You convene meetings about building settlements, but say not one word about murdered Jewish children. It's a disgrace, he said. And he went on to say that the Palestinian Authority is a terrorist entity that rewarded a total sum of $175 million for murders of Jews in the last year alone. He said their support of terror is a violation of international law and the main obstacle for peace. Where was your concern, he said, when they were handing out candy for those celebrating the killing of Israelis. He said Israel will never accept a terrorist entity dedicated to our destruction right on our borders. Also, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu called the UN Security Council statement denouncing Israeli West Bank settlement activity as being one-sided, and he criticized the United States for supporting it. Netanyahu's office said that the UN Security Council has released a one-sided statement that disregards the Jewish people's right to live in their ancestral homeland, ignores Palestinian terrorist attacks, turns a blind eye, blind eye to the Palestinians funding terrorism, and downplays the anti-Semitism that led to the Holocaust. And then he said that UN Security Council statement, it should have never been said, and the U.S. should never have joined in on the World Council statement. It's becoming more and more obvious that this World Government Council prepares to become more authoritarian toward Israel and plans to exert their authority against Israel. And the prophecies foretell 
in the Revelation prophecy that the world nations will transition to authoritarian world government. The prophecies foretell that as the world cries out for peace and safety in the perilous times of the last days, that there is a world government council of 10 with a leader that will step forward with a political, financial, and religious world government solution, which even though it will have authoritarian policies exerting authority over the nations, even using draconian controls to control all buying or selling of the world economy, so to coerce their will on nations. Still yet, prophecy tells us that the world will accept this world government in the end time. And right now, there is already a world government structure and a world council in place. Don't think that an antichrist form of government is still something far away in the future of prophecy. Oh no, the structure and systems of a world government has already arrived and is here in the world. And it's getting ready for the vile, fiercely sinister antichrist who will quickly arise and will lead the world government's armies to invade Judea and Jerusalem as foretold in Bible prophecy. And right now, Israel's government is taking actions that is provoking the Arabs to where they all will attack Israel in the near future as described in the prophecy of Asaph in Psalms 83. And this Israeli government coalition, it is also taking actions that is provoking world government to where world government will also invade Israel in the end time. The signs of the last days prophecies are happening just as Bible prophecy foretold. Israel, Judea and Jerusalem of Israel, it will be the center focus of the events of the end time prophecies. That's why this ministry pays such strong attention to what is happening in Judea and Jerusalem of Israel. There are signs happening that are absolutely showing us how we are nearing the fulfillment of the last day's prophecies. These events and conditions that we have described happening now in the world are connecting directly to the end time as warning signs pointing to the nearing fulfillment of the last day's prophecies at the end of this age, revealing that it's time to prepare now for the nearing appearance of Lord Jesus Christ for his church by obeying the commandment of Lord Jesus in John chapter 3, verse 3 through 5, where he, he commanded that unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And he said that you must be born again of the water and spirit, or one cannot enter the kingdom of God. And Lord Jesus authorized only his chosen apostles to tell us how to be born again in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 19, where he gave his apostle the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Well, the Lord Jesus saying that what his apostle preached was bound or recorded in heaven for his church.
and the apostles of the Lord Jesus in the acts of their preaching told us how to be born again through the water and spirit baptism into the name of the Lord Jesus and filled with the spirit of Lord Jesus. As they preached in Acts chapter 2 when Lord Jesus started his church in Jerusalem and he preached in the acts of their preaching in chapter 10 when he started his church among the Gentiles and they preached it in the acts of their preaching in Acts chapter 19 as the Lord spread his church among the nations. It's time to be getting ready now for the nearing appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ by making sure we are born again into the kingdom of Lord Jesus according to the words of the teaching of Lord Jesus and his chosen apostles in the Holy Bible Scriptures. Please be looking for our next Watch and Pray live stream as our Watch and Pray live stream on Sunday evening where we plan to share more signs of the last day's prophecies that are happening now. Please make sure you're subscribed to and following this channel. Please click the bell to get all notifications for our live streams. Don't miss out how we are describing the true significant signs of the Holy Bible prophecies that are happening now in world events. And you will be encouraged in fellowship and in prayer to be a part of the biblical believers of the last day's church of Lord Jesus who are looking up because the signs show that our redemption is drawing near. Draw 